if I make a mistake, I will own up to it. I will apologize. And that's checking your ego at the door. Don't be afraid to admit you're wrong, that you made a mistake, say you're sorry, and ask for help. You know what? You instantly got my respect when you do that. I truly believe if you can let your guard down and you can man, I think it takes a bigger man to be able to do that than to just pretend that, oh yeah, whatever. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Father program members, Jim Dickrell. Jim is just about to turn 50 years young. Emphasis on young, because over the last year using this Fit Father program, in particular, our old school muscle building series, Jim got completely dialed in with his training, with his nutrition, with his sleep habits, because for Jim, it's all about being healthy for his family. He has a big, beautiful family. At just 50 years young, he already has two grandkids, two beautiful daughters, and just a growing family that he needs to stay strong and healthy for. And he finally found the solution to do that inside the Fit Father Project, inside the Brotherhood, using old school muscle and our Fit Father 30X program. So this is a cool conversation because you're going to hear the story of a guy who's been using both programs and has gained so much from both, both in terms of the strength gains and the structure training in OSM and in terms of the weight loss and fat loss. Because in the process, Jim didn't think he had a lot of weight to lose. He would describe himself as just, you know, a regular weight guy, you know, maybe even a little bit on the thin side for many years of his life. But he found out that he actually had around 20 pounds of fat to drop in the process, as well as getting stronger. And ultimately, what I love about this conversation is just how connected Jim is to his life through this program. He used this program as a springboard of like new vitality, new perspective, new mindsets. And that's what health and fitness can give you as you age. This body and the transformation we can do by using our will and a structured program in terms of the Fit Father Project can give you the vehicle to reinvent yourself at any age because you are not over the hill. It's time to take back the hill. And today we're doing that with Fit Father Jim Dickroll. All right, Jim, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project Podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Dr. A, and I am very excited and humbled and honored more than you know to be on here. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. And to kick things off, I'd love to give some guys listening some background information about you, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about work and family. Sure. Uh, My name is Jim Dickerel. I'm from Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, which is probably about a half an hour south of Green Bay and about two hours north of Milwaukee. I'm an instructor for mechanical apprenticeship at Fox Valley Technical College here in Appleton. That's what I did. I was a millwright at one point, and then I moved on to be a teacher, and I absolutely love this. It's like my dream job. Nice. I've had two adult daughters, uh, 32 and 29. Yes, I had kids very young. I was an empty nester at 39. Not the way you write it up, but hey, it worked out. It was Everything happens for a reason. Um, I love them both. Uh, they both played sports, which is right up my alley. I'm a sports guy, and they, they were both pretty really good athletes, and they played multiple sports, but their primary sports were soccer and fast-pitch softball. I never really played soccer when I was a kid, so as Kellen got a little bit older, I stayed helping. I just couldn't coach anymore because I 
I had to take a step back. I wasn't meant to be the coach. And then my younger daughter got into fast pitch softball, which was in my wheelhouse because I grew up baseball and I, I'm a huge baseball fan. And between my two daughters and the sports, I, I was all over the place, volunteer. I got on the board of directors for all the sports, helped with tournaments, ran tournaments, ran trials, had my own teams. We were all over the Midwest. And that was my, I loved it. And that was, that's when I really found that I liked if you want to say teaching or instructing or something like that, that was just absolutely love that. And, you know, that, that comes to an end, you move on to the next phase in your life. My kids both, um, they were done with high school and stuff, moved on to their next phase. And then I was an empty nester and it's like, okay, then I just kind of work, work, work after that. But now I'm at this point in my life now that I have my second grandchild, but, um, my grandsons, now I know that I have two grandsons. Just recently, my second one was born three weeks ago. Tomorrow, he'll be three. Congratulations. Thank you. And I, I can't be happier. My life cup is full. Just I mean, and don't get me wrong, Colin and Kinley, I love you guys. You guys are my original pride and joy. But the, my these grandkids just, oh man, it just makes me so happy and, and prideful and everything. This, So my two daughters, my two grandsons, my, my family, everybody who's in my immediate inner circle, that's what drives me. And probably my other passion I got to say is got to be fit father because I spend a ton of time doing workouts or planning meals and stuff like that. So that's kind of my two things is my immediate family and uh, fit father. I can say a lot of guys probably relate to that, right? I mean, right. family and then your personal wellness. And I know you're just knocking on the doors of your 50th birthday. Is this true? Is like a couple days from now? When is this? <laughs> on the 29th. <laughs> Two days from now, huh? Yep. And, okay. And then ironically, and I didn't even think about this until I started taking some notes. I thought I better prep myself for this. And I was taking some notes. I'm like, holy cow, November 1st is when I officially started this program like that's just ironic it was right after my birthday so i'm going to be 50 and i'm going to be hitting my one year fit father anniversary that's absolutely beautiful i want to unpack this journey but what got you motivated really to take your fitness more seriously last year well like you i lost my father early not quite as early i was 16 and my mom has been past seven years i only had one grandparent and he my grandpa uh, he died when i was probably six so that having that fatherly figure, that positive, the PMI, I call it, and I say that's positive male influence, I, it was, I, boy, I mean, that, that really shaped me, made me who I am, and really put a high importance in my mind on being that, doing that, now that I have my own family. Now, don't get me wrong, I've had some wonderful men come in my family, my stepfather, who was an awesome guy. Um, unfortunately, I only had him for a short period of time, um, health concerns kind of derailed that. And unfortunately he passed. I had a, my ex-father-in-law who was great until he moved out to uh, Phoenix, Arizona, but my ex-in-laws were always very supportive and he was a father figure to me. Shout out to him. And then my potential future father-in-law, my fiance's dad, who God bless you. He just passed this March and I knew him for five years, but I felt like I knew him longer than that. He had such an impact on me and it was really a trying but cool time. I know people think, what the heck are you talking about, Jim, when people are dying? But you start maybe opening up and you're saying things that maybe you never said before. We had some unbelievable yeah. conversations and said some things that it will always be there for me. Some things he said to me, some things I said to him. And um, it's just really important for me. I want to be there for my daughters, first and foremost. And 
I'm going to get greedy here. I want to re-experience everything I did with my daughters, and they're still young yet, but I want to do this all over again with my grandsons, and I want to live long enough, and I want to be healthy enough. I don't want to just be sitting in a wheelchair as a bystander. I want to be doing everything else that everybody else is doing, enjoying that time with my grandkids. So hopefully I didn't get too far off tangent. Sorry. No, absolutely beautiful. I mean, well, that's like one of the core reasons, right? To have the vitality to experience this again. And it's so cool that you get the chance to do this second lap around like at a young age. Really beautiful with a lot of health and vitality. So let's get into that. Let's get into your Fit Father journey. What was it like for you last year, starting the program, reading the materials, writing the mission statement? What was that early phase like for you? Well, let me back up a second. So we got back from Hawaii and um, I've always thought that I wasn't in that bad of shape. I was always right around 180, 190 and 5'11". I was never that big of a guy. I worked with a lot of people. I got to be careful how I say this. That were I was one of the smallest people. So I never envisioned myself as big or heavy or anything. And I like to exercise and play sports and stuff like that. So I never really thought I was really out of shape. When we got, Trisha and I got back from Hawaii, I had my first physical since high school. <laughs> and the only reason why I did it is, again, my grandkids. Everything, my whole perception is changing. So I had this physical. And I've known from um, my HSA through all my, my past two employers here that you always, always got to go for that. You get your blood work and all this other stuff. And I've always, my cholesterol has always been yeah, pretty close, you know, okay to borderline. Well, I got back and uh, when we were at Hawaii, my breakfasts were six eggs omelets and I had vegetables in there and stuff like that. And we were probably eating out once or twice a day because that's what you do when you're on vacation, especially in Hawaii. But my cholesterol was bad. I'm like, oh man. And I, and I had the excuse. I'm like, hey, I was just on vacation because I literally went and got this physical shortly after we got back, like a couple days. He really wanted to put me on meds, and I'm just like, Mm-mm, I'm not having this. I don't want to go on meds, and that's that's what drove this whole thing. And ironically, we got back it was June. What's in June? Father's Day. I didn't have to go real far. Um, and it's funny, I was starting to read on the stuff because of my age. That, and I like to lift weights. I've never probably bouncing around here, but I've never done like what you've got. This program is fantastic, but I just did it. You know, um, no rhyme or reason. I was probably definition of an insanity doing the same thing, same exercises for years, but I was doing it and I liked it. But, um, yeah. So then I was reading up for people once you're getting into your late forties, fifties. And actually I was reading to get away from free weights. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to get away from free weights yet. I feel like I'm still youthful yet and I can still do this. And then I came across your um, ad. I Honestly, I don't know where, just obviously on the internet. I don't think it was Facebook because I don't do Facebook a whole lot. At least I used to not. Might have been YouTube. That could, that's probably it. That That is probably it. And then I'll try, I'm, I'm an emotional person. So I'm going to say sorry right now if I do get emotional during any time here. But when I heard your story, Dr. A, oh man, that that um, that really hit home for me. I was like, wow. And then I just started reading up on your stuff and I saw some of your stuff on YouTube. I'm like, I like this guy because I'm like, this guy isn't just some muscle head just doing all these exercises and, and going through the motions. This guy is a freaking doctor and he knows the ins and outs and it's he's not just promoting do my exercises. It's the whole gamut nutrition, sleep. I mean, just about every topic you've got uh, covered on videos or some kind of thing. And I, I was, that just blew me away. I'm like, 
this is it. And like I said, I'm a big believer in like fader connections. And I'm like, when I heard your story, I'm like, this is it. I got I got to give this a shot. So this was, you know, like I said, around Father's Day, end of June. And it was my first summer, 2021, with my, my first grandson. And I was just so enamored and enlightened. And I spent so much time with him. And that I just bought the well FFX, just the first phase, and old school muscle first phase. I bought one of each because I'm like, well, whatever. I'm, let's see what this thing's all about. I didn't actually start it till August because I would, I would, and we had Fourth of July holiday, and that's a big deal in my uh, fiance's family. And I'm just like, okay, that's good. It's just going to be crazy. I'm just going to put it off and wait till August. I started it then. I did the FFX, and I was like, okay, you know, I, I like to work out. I'm like. I think I'm going to like the weightlifting a little bit better. And I did that. And then I did that for that period. What is it? I think it's eight weeks, two months. It must have been. Yeah. And then I'm like, I get that email from your business and it just says, hey, do you want to buy into the lifetime membership? It's right now. It's at this price and it's going to be going up. And I'm like, I just did them two things. I'm like, I love this. This this is this is right up my alley. And honestly, all I really did that first I'm going to call it my trial, is I just kind of went through the exercises. I didn't really dive into all the other stuff. I lost five pounds. I started at about 180. I was down to five pounds. And I, I really didn't go into this thinking I needed to lose weight. I thought I thought I was in good shape. I always thought I've been in decent shape. But I lost five pounds like that without even really trying. So then I did that. And then I, I was thinking I was going to continue on. I wasn't really interested with uh, FXX. I'm like, I'm just going to do the old school muscle. This, this is what I... So I'm reading some of that, and I read some of your stuff about the body fat and everything, and I'm like, eh, I got to be good enough, you know? And then so I typed in, and I typed the email to um, Ben Sterling, <laughs> and I, I, ate, I ate some crow. I, I uh, had some humble pie, <laughs> and he kind of reiterated everything I had just read in your information. And I'm like, doggone it. So, so then I just went ahead, and I plowed through that. And um, you guys were right. It, I, after that, I'm like, all right. I don't know anything. I just got to follow what's laid out. And it actually takes a lot of stress off. When It doesn't matter if you're experienced, not that I was a pro or anything like that. I've dabbled in it all my life. I think when you buy into this and you you guys can back it up, you've got the statistics or whatever you want to call it to show for I'm living proof or thousands of other people that the system works. So just stay with it. Obviously, you got every person slightly different. You got to make some minor tweaks to adjust to you. Everybody's path is slightly different. We're all heading down to the same goal, but our pathways might be a little different. Yeah, that was that was pretty humbling, but um, I did it. My mission statement uh, was mainly I, I probably pretty much have summed it up. It's my family. That is what drives me. Is I want to be a fit father, a fit dad a fit grandfather. I want to be around for the long haul. I want to be a mentor to my grandsons. I want my grandsons growing up and remembering the rest of their lives along with my two daughters. Remember what grandpa said or remember doing this with grandpa. Remember what dad said, Callan or Kinley, you know, just, I want that. And the only way to do that is I got to take care of myself. So it's investing in myself, investing in my family. That That's really my mission statement. Powerful. And I want to comment on one thing, especially with you being a teacher too. It is really kind of nice to be able to sit in the the seat of the student, 
Like, it's just like when you open your mind and you just become humble and just take it all in and it's fun because then you can just execute instead of both being the director and the person who's executing. You can kind of like be the athlete, let us be the coach for a little bit. And in time, now, you know, probably so much about how to manage your own routines as a byproduct. So I want to ask you, what are some specific results or changes that you've seen on this program? We could certainly start with like physical changes or, or strength changes, but like, let's start to get into some of the things that you've experienced. That's the, Oh, I got to just try to think, where do I want to start with that? Um, I'm, I'm obviously, like I said, it's crazy because I was 180. I lost 22 pounds and I was getting to the point where like, how much more am I going to lose? This is crazy. I, I thought I was good. I'm like at 175 after I did the trial run. I'm like, I'm done. But all of a sudden it kept coming off, kept coming off. And I hate to admit this. I, I didn't follow everything to a T when it comes to the the nutrition and stuff like that. I still wasn't eating perfectly and it was just falling off. I kind of know that from experience with me personally. And I know some people might not be, they're like, man, you are so lucky. But, but on the flip side, I have a harder time. I'm finding out with the old school muscle, putting it on with muscle, muscle weight. I can shed it really fast. I've always been like that. I've had people um, tell me that all the time that if I used to like to run when I was younger. I don't do it anymore. And I could drop weight like crazy. So a cardio workout for me, I just shed weight like like crazy. So, But I couldn't believe that I lost that much. I didn't think I had that far to go. I could definitely tell that we look back at pictures, and that's one thing I do regret because I was pride and ego. I didn't think I needed to do all that. And, and just like being on this podcast, I feel kind of funny because it's not like I'm one of these guys, this big success story that I lost 100, 200 pounds. I lost 22 pounds. I, it, it was just crazy. But I, I can see in my face, I've had people comment to me. They're like, wow, you look you look really skinny. You look really you know, thin. And what's kind of funny too is a little NSV is, so at work, I've always got these baggier clothes on for work clothes because we a lot of my job, I'm in the shop. And you get dirty and stuff like that. And for most of the year, I'm wearing long sleeves because A, it's cold in Wisconsin for six months of the year, and B, it's air conditioned. So I had these baggy clothes on all the time. And then one of my coworkers saw me in the summer because I still come in in the summer and do some stuff. And I had my normal summer attire on shorts, and I had like a, a cutoff shirt, a muscle shirt, whatever you want. Also, he looks at me, he's like, damn, Jim. He's like, you've been working out. I said, yeah. I said, you just don't notice it when I'm at work because of the clothes that I have on. So that, that was pretty cool. And that hearing it from him, cause I had had a couple conversations with him. I was trying to maybe get him thinking about this program a little bit and hearing it from him was really, really cool. And that, that kind of solidified that, Hey, I, I guess I am making change. I see myself all the time. And it's just like, I don't know, you know, until I took a couple selfies, which I wasn't, I can't believe that I even posted them on, on the brotherhood to be honest, but I didn't, I didn't see the abs or anything like that. I'm just like, well, okay, whatever. And I had, um, my fiance take a couple pictures for me too. I'm like, hmm, okay. I, I guess that, yeah, I, I'm making some changes, but I can tell you my strength has definitely increased, even though I'm having a hard time on the old school muscle part of putting on this gradual weight, I'm getting stronger. And, um, but I'm also getting smarter. Um, if you saw a couple of my posts or whatever I did have, I'm getting stronger and I'm also getting smarter listening to my body, finding the cues and stuff. I've had to back off because of my knee. Um, I've always had this lingering shoulder that hopefully in the near future here, these PRP injection stuff will take off. But that sometimes I just get, matter of fact, I hate to admit this, I, but a couple of days ago when I was doing um, 
I got a shout out to your hammer curl video. You, you've got a lot. I watch a lot of your videos because it's, you just take for granted. I do, I've been doing exercises probably wrong or a lot of things incorrectly. Breathing, I still catch myself. I did, I did today where it's like, oh, you dummy, I'm supposed to be exhaling when you do this part and inhaling when you do the other part. I do that a lot. Um, but even with the dumbbell curl in your video, you're saying, you know, not supinating. But then this is, I never heard this before. When you come back down, flex your tricep. I'm like, and that it actually does feel pretty good when you do that, and that's super cool. But my gains that you know when you charted, I got it all in my book on your um, spreadsheet and everything. I my my numbers are going up, not crazy up, because I've also experienced that too. After I had the knee thing, I backed off because I think I was getting too excited and I was pushing myself too much. So I had to kind of back off and then listen to a couple more podcasts. Reading on the Fit Father Brotherhood, which I've now become a daily subscriber to, and reading that and just reading people's posts and reaffirming, you know what, form over weight. I can't stress that enough. Sure. Now that I'm older, it's just like I don't care anymore about the 200-pound club, which I know to some of these guys, that's that's nothing. But back when I was younger, to be able to bench 225 or 250, when I hit that, I was like, I was so happy. And I haven't—I don't even know if I'll hit them numbers. But now I'm more worried about reps and form. And that, that is so critical. I've, I've made the gains on it. But I got to say, this is the best, even though I'm, I'm just going to say I'm 50. This is the best I've really felt in a very long time, probably better than when I was younger. I mean, do I still have some aches and pains? Yep. I, I don't bounce back like I used to, but I think the nutrition and, oh, yeah, I got to remember, sleep. I was a guy that, Dr. A, I, if I got four to six hours, six hours max, four to six hours was my spot for forever since probably, you know, up until last, last year. I, my mentality always was I can be doing something else than laying my butt in bed just sitting there. I, that's that's what I truly believed. And I think I really truly believe, I mean, obviously exercise and the nutrition, I think the nutrition and the sleep has been huge for me, just huge after how much you've pushed it and everything I've read in some of your videos. And I'm starting to feel it now again, because this is the busy time in my school year of my job. And with my second grandkid trying to help out and stuff like that, I'm probably teetering in the six hour range on average, but at least on the weekends, I really stress to make sure I hit that seven or eight hours because it, I do, it does make a difference, especially with all the working out too. You got to, like you say, in some of your videos, the sleep is where you need to your body needs to recover and, and fix and grow. It's not just exercising where you're going to make your gains. You need to right. sleep and recover. Yeah. You got it nailed. And I think what's really cool, and I can hear it from everything you're sharing, is you have both like the action steps to take, but now you also have the knowledge and the why behind it foundationally. And when those two things connect, your ability to stay motivated and understand both the theory and the practice and integrate those things and then take action is what engages us so much in the process. And I see that like, you now know scientifically why sleep is so effective in, in both like a theory and in your direct experience. And you're applying that and seeing results. And you know that there's pressures and changes in life, but you're kind of guiding and navigating those. It's like, it's really beautiful to hear, like you're just walking on this path, integrating this in your life and, and moving forward like you are. I appreciate that. And I, I could go on and on and on. A couple other things I've got with, with the old school muscle, like I said, definition of insanity. I did the same thing over and over again. This reverse uh, reverse pyramid. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. never seen that before. I've It's always been 
lift, 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 lift. And then by the time you get to your max, you're wiped. You know, you're just, it's like, you can't do. So now I'm kind of, I think about that. I'm like, boy, I wonder what I could have did in high school. If I would have did the reverse pyramid, what I could have maxed though. Because I am at my high school weight now. I'm 160 pounds. This is what I weighed probably when I was a senior. When I was lower classman, I probably was a little bit lighter. But my senior year is when I really hit my prime and was really lifting and probably pushing the most weight I could. So now I'm at that, and it's crazy. I love this reverse pyramid, and it makes perfect sense. And when you first dig into this program, I got I to gotta think here. I don't know if I'll say it exactly how you say it, but volume and that's what that's what you do. You you just you had that one big day and you slam home all these reps and you're just killing this one yeah. body part. It's like effective volume versus like yeah, strategic volume, right? You could do 20 sets on chest one day versus pulsing chest throughout the week, right? Yes. Yeah. I love that because you do it because I feel I get a much better workout. I'm not as sore. Maybe it's a lot of other right. things. I have no idea, but I like the way this has been working out with the workouts, with the way I feel and stuff like that. Just I said it before breathing. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible about that. In that one, four weeks, five weeks ago when I did my deload week, which I'm going to do after this, I got one more workout this week and I've got my eighth nice. eighth week out for old school muscle phase two. But that man flow yoga, wow, did that really hit me when I was doing them things? He just kept doing the breathing. And of course, all your videos as well, but I don't always have that. When you're doing the exercise, I don't always have Dr. A in my ear telling me to breathe. And it, it's really opened my eyes. It sounds kind of silly, and I'm a year into this, that breathing is a big deal to me that I found that I've been doing incorrectly for a long time. And a lot of times, um, I got to shout out to Chris Pleasancer, so and I don't want to leave out anybody, but he's mm-hmm. been great. I love watching in some of his videos that he posts and some of the things he said, form overweight. And I, that has been a, a before I started this program, that was such a sticking point for me, even my weight. I was always thinking, thinking like professional baseball players or maybe the smaller football players. I always thought if I was hovering 180, 190, maybe 200, hey, that's what I want to be. I want to be, I was not them. I didn't have their body fat or wasn't eating their kind of diet, but that was what I was thinking. It was kind of you know, off base with that. So now I realize that weight's not for me, at least not yet, but definitely form. Mm-hmm. Nice. I want to ask you about some of the internal shifts you've experienced, whether that's energy, confidence, mindset, feelings of alignment. Like, what, how's your internal game changed as you've been on this path? Yeah. So, that's just my, this nutrition, it's funny because um, I was your typical red blooded male. Give me potatoes or the starches and carbs and rice and red meat. And I would eat that stuff like crazy. And I would, like I said, I think I truly believed, and sometimes I wondered that I could outwork my eating habits. Now I know I guess I didn't because I wasn't as in good shape as I was. I had a lot of aches and pains, and I used to take a lot of, I hate to say this, but I used to take a lot of ibuprofen. That's what I would just do. I have not taken an ibuprofen since I've been on this program. Nice. Another thing with black coffee. Dr. A, I never drank black coffee in my life. I drank coffee all my life, but I always put, best analogy be the little creamer. I love French vanilla creamer. The little mm-hmm. cups, I put four of them in one cup. And then I saw your <laughs> I saw your video and I started really getting into reading labels. I'm like, one, I, one of the chemicals that was in that, I was just like, oh my God. So around Christmas, I have switched to black coffee, got myself a real coffee maker, pour over glass, grind my own beans. I've drinking black coffee since. I do B minerals. That was on one of your podcasts. 
I bought into that. Where I'm really curious is because she made a comment that she hooked me on is she said something about her um, the depth into her her gums on her teeth because I have the same issue. So I have a dentist appointment coming up in December and I can't wait to hear what those numbers are because I want to see if that helped me. Because right now, making so many changes, this is the hard thing is, okay, what really is working now? Sure. It, it's tough because doing your nutrition, your guidelines, I'm taking bean minerals, taking D3, um, the protein smoothies, um, black coffee, uh, Himalayan uh, pink salt, Apple cider vinegar. People laugh at me all the time. I just had a conversation about that today at work with a coworker, and and my students always pick on me. Jim, is that moonshine you got there? Because I've always got my. This is just water right now, but that's my go-to in the afternoon. Is I bring, I got my mason jar. I put a shot of apple cider vinegar in, which I never did before you, but I you know dilute it. That mason jar takes 24 ounces of water, and I just sip on that all afternoon because that's what got me through the fasting. Because that, that I got to touch on, if you don't mind. Yeah, please. When I was on the FFX, and I liked to eat. Like I said, I wasn't a big guy. I guess I, when I look back at this, I was very blessed that I could eat like I did and not be extremely obese. Um, so I like to eat, and I like to eat often. So this has been a big change for me trying to, and you've had some great videos, and I won't do them justice. I'm not even going to try to explain it with the glucose and all that stuff, your levels, just trying to space out your meals. That has been a major adjustment for me. But the easy thing was that that smoothie in the morning. I crave that damn thing. That in the old school muscle workout. I, I don't know which one I like more. I'm starting to lean towards the, the post-workout shake now. I, I don't know what it is. But I get towards the last couple sets on my workout. And it's like, I'm ready to go make that damn smoothie because I want that darn thing. Yeah. I can taste it. But um, the fasting, I never thought I was going to do that. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to do this. And then the first two, I was like, holy cow. I'm like, this this sucks. I'm like, I, I don't like this. And then all of a sudden, just flip of a switch, I started doing it. I like, I actually miss doing a fasting. I think I'm going to revisit it, but I was either going to probably talk to you or Ben about this, how to incorporate this with the old school muscle, but that's a different conversation, different day. But I, when I was doing that, I could not believe it. And then some of my coworkers are like, are you crazy? Why aren't you? I'm like, I'm telling you what. I said, Mike, because I did it on Thursdays for about, well, eight months when I was on FFX. And I said, my mental clarity. I said, I, at first I thought, hmm, is, is this like the um, placebo effect or something? You know what I mean? Because you hear people talk about that. I'm like, I don't know. But the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, man, I was... I was on my A game. I was sharp. You know, when I was doing classes and, and I had a challenging class, challenging day in the fall, I had back-to-back classes. I got to be careful what I say here of students struggling in these labs. And it was challenging because I had a lot of them. It wasn't ideal. And I was able to plow through that because at first I was stressed about that in the beginning of the semester before I officially started the program. But when I was fasting, I was just like, I can't believe that I, I handled this and things just seem so easy. And I was like, wow, but was it the fasting? Was it this? Was it the D3 vitamin? Was I, I don't know. I don't care. I'll keep doing it all because I like the results. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I mean, my, you know, my take where I stand on the fasting, I think it absolutely helps your cognition, increases the neurogenesis. It's fantastic. And I, just because we're here and we're talking about it, and for guys listening, you're using OSM now, so you stop the 24-hour fasting. You still can do it. You would just probably do it on a, on a rest day. And I would probably make sure I wouldn't do it the day immediately after you train. So you, let's say you're on OSM1, you're doing three days a week of full body lifting, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something like that. 
you might want to fast probably on Sunday. Or like a day after, or, or or have a big meal. We could talk more about this off the off the call, but yeah, you can incorporate with OSM as well, and the, the benefits are fantastic. Or even in the middle of the week, because I know you you see how productive it makes you. That's great. I'm proud of you for trying new things too, and the fasting included. I think that's a part of the fun of this program too. It's just like you get to try new things and and have the the experience of novelty that a lot of us lose when we get older because we just get in the rut of just how life is. And this fit father thing can shake it up, and it's certainly shaked it up for you. Yeah, it's, it's funny. When I went and visited uh, my daughter, Kellen, in Texas in September, that was one of my posts that I had. And <laughs> when her and I first went out for supper, and we sat at this restaurant for a couple hours, and I said to her, I said, Kellen, I said, do you realize I've been pretty much talking about Fit Father this whole time? <laughs> and she just laughed. She's like, Dad, it's okay. I, you know, I enjoy just being with you and spending the time. And she's like, I see you're really into it and you're really happy in that. And then I got to share this kind of funny story. So another thing, I haven't been able to sit cross-legged style since I was a kid. I've always had super, because I, I was a coach and this is really bad. So hopefully none of my ex-players hear this. I always preach stretching and between dynamic and static stretching and all that. I just didn't do it. I've never really been a stretcher all my life. I'm like, I don't need it. Whatever. I could never sit cross-legged. I can't even remember when. I was a kid. Since starting Fit Father, that was one of the other things. You, several of your videos in the stretching, I'm like, yeah, I probably should because I've always had tight hammies, tight glutes. And as I've gotten older and since my car accident, my lower back a little bit. So that was one of the other changes I did with you is I've been doing religiously. That's part of my routine. When I wake up to 32 ounces of water right off the bat, that's another big thing I do is water. Water, and then I do my 15 minutes of stretching and my inversion table for like anywhere from 45 seconds to 90 Mm -hmm. seconds, whatever. Nice. And I can now, I don't have that tightness and that pain. And I was telling Kellanus, I said, you know what? We were going to Target for something. We had had to, I think I had to get some water. And she's like, I said, watch, I'll show you. And we walked in the door of Target and I sat down on the ground cross-legged and we were both giggling and laughing like a couple of kids. I said, see, I, I could sit cross-legged now. I said, I couldn't do this for a very long time. I can't even remember how long. So just one of kind of crazy little things that uh, I've experienced. That's fantastic and so fun. And I think important for guys to hear that like you can hit completely new milestones at 50 or in your 50s, right? You know, like that you haven't been able to do. The body has this ability to regenerate when you give it the right inputs. And that's so cool. I'm glad your hips are good and I can relate for sure. What's it been like to see for, you know, your fiance, soon to be wife, watching you go through this experience? What's it been like for her? She's been very supportive. She lets me do my thing, which is something that I love about her. I mean, sometimes she, I, I, I got to say she's every night. She's like, are you almost done? You almost, cause I, I work and then I come home and do, and do my workouts in this, the second phase of old school muscle arm. It's an hour and a half for me. Those are long workouts for sure. They are, they are, but I can't argue the benefits. And that's what I tried to keep telling her. I said, look at me. I said, I feel, I said, I feel fantastic. I love the way I feel. I said, I, I, I'm looking pretty good. Um, so, and I don't mean that in a, I'm, I'm not like that. anybody who knows me. I, I, I'm not like that, but I, I can see, you can see the difference in me. So that's been a little bit, that probably, if she would say anything, she'd be like, be nice if you could be done a little bit earlier so we could have some more time together <laughs> at the end of the day. But she, she's cool with it. She's, she's very supportive. She's actually, 
um, man, I told her, I said, you're going to have to ba back off on some of this healthy baking because she loves to bake. But she has totally embraced my mentality of cutting out all the crap, all the certain flours and sugars, and she uses all the nice demonk fruit and the natural sweetener. Man, she's been making some fantastic things. I'm like, you got to stop that. I said, I'm going to eat that whole pan. I said, it, it tastes, so, <laughs> tastes so good. Yeah. So, But um, no, she's embraced the nutrition part, I would say. She's she's really been on with me as far as eating healthy and stuff like that. And that, that does make it easy. Because if if you're in a relationship, I don't care what kind of relationship, what color you are, whatever, that doesn't matter to me. But if you're in a relationship with somebody and it's like somebody who smokes and doesn't smoke, it, it makes it harder. Right. Somebody who, you know, if you like the Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears, whatever, and you're in the same household. But um, it, it, it makes it difficult. So this is definitely helps the case to have somebody who's supportive and not, you know, always saying, oh, come on, do this or do that. So, no, she's, she's been fantastic. Nice. That's great to hear. I want to know, like, as we get, you know, towards the wrapping of this, what's next for you? Like, what's the next year look like for you when you kind of see the future of you see yourself following these programs? Any goals you have, what you have looking forward to? Wow, that's that is a dang good question, because um, I, you know, I haven't been really thinking. about. I'm, I'm concerned. I had a misconception in my mind or reached out to somebody on the brotherhood because he was in third phase because I had thought, I don't know why I thought this. I don't know if I heard it or misheard it or whatever. I thought, man, cause I'm like, I really like old school muscle, but I thought I had heard that it was going to be six days. I'm like, Holy smokes, six days at hour and a half. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to. Thankfully it's not. Yes. I can affirm you as the guy who created the program. Yep. It's not that yep. we wouldn't do it that way. So uh, I think oh, it was David Brooks, I think it was who I reached out to. Yeah. And he had told me, he's like, no, no, no. He's like totally wrong. I'm like, okay. Phew. So I'm like, that's good. So I think I, I really, I really want to complete the old school muscle. Nice. And, so OSM threes on the, on the dock. Yep. Yep. And, but I love, and I got to give these guys a quick acknowledgement. I, I love seeing Jesse Lopez and this guy is the guy that got me going. And maybe it was bad for some people because they saw my name on the post too many times. I don't know, but Shane Dixon is what got the whole ball started for me. It was just fate that whatever you want to call it, the timing of everything, the perfect storm. Also, I started, cause I, I would check the Facebook page, but I was never into it. I only checked it for when I had questions or something like that, not reading people's posts. Cause I really thought I, who, you know, I, I, I wasn't that same type of person as some of the other people were. I'm just like, Oh, whatever. But I started seeing his posts and they really started resonating and some of his messages. And he just a couple times, you know, he might've had a he explains some situations. I'm like, and then I, he's a teacher, so I can kind of relate a little bit and stuff like that. And seeing some of the numbers he was putting up and some of the X, I mean, that guy is dedicated. I was just like, wow, him and Jesse. I mean, Jesse was the first one I kind of noticed and I kind of liked some of his posts because we got on probably around the same time. I got to be honest, if I did see somebody's post, if I saw one of his, I'd probably read it or whatever. But now now I'm reading and and uh, that thing has, has changed me and it's changed my whole perspective of it. The other thing that the reason why I like it and why I finally bought into it and let my guard down because I'm a private person is um, I realize it's just the brotherhood because in this day and age, and, and I'm out with a lot of different people, especially being at the school and my job and career. And I, I've had these experiences with my girls because they were, they're the generation that when all the social media started and we've I saw firsthand some bad experiences, what can come about that. So I really, maybe that left a bad taste in my mouth. But 
when I started thinking about them, I'm like, okay, only the people on the brotherhood are going to be on you. Not everybody else that I know and everything else. People would be like, oh, look at him, you know, whatever. He's, it's only going to be like-minded people. And that's what really drives me. So that's when I kind of put my guard down and I threw it out there. I threw out my story. And then I think I posted for two weeks straight or whatever it was. It was almost getting contagious. And finally, I'm like, okay, I got to slow down here <laughs> a little bit. But you know what's funny? And I don't know. It just seemed like shortly after that, and maybe it's just the time of year and it just keeps more and more brothers are joining the program. All of a sudden, it's just like, I didn't think there was as many posts when I started posting as there is now. It's just like, holy cow, this is awesome that, hey, if I inspired one or two people, that makes it all the worthwhile. I am so happy that that did that because I'm seeing so many people I've never heard of before. I've never seen or they're just starting to post and they're they're throwing it out there. They're you know, nobody's judging or anything. And, and I'm a big believer that if I say something nice, I'm not blowing smoke up your rear. I'm going to say it because I mean it. And if we do a very slight touch of constructive criticism, maybe sometimes that you can do this or, you know, follow a program, something like that. Nobody's getting crazy negative or anything like that. They're there to try to support you. And sometimes, you know what, we all need a kick in the pants once in a while to say, hey, wake up, you know, a little bit. But um, no, it, it is. I love that now. That's that's part of my daily routine. I never thought I would be on Facebook check. But you know what I do? I check fit father, brother. I'm not even checking anybody else's stuff <laughs> um, unless it's my, my younger daughter, Kinley, because she's always got something going on there and with my <laughs> grandkids and stuff like that. So I got to I got to check with that. And she's I'm grateful. We're one of a few of your pit stops on social media. It's a good place to hang out. Absolutely. Your, fa- your, your, your daughters <laughs> and fit father. That's great. I want to ask you in closing some advice that you have. You know, you covered some stuff. I was going to ask you for guys following OSM, but a couple of things that I want to repeat is form over weight. You know, basically check the ego at the door and like it's about form and it's about tension for sure. Two, I know you're big on tracking, right? What gets measured in track gets improved. So that's an aspect. Um, but any other advice you have for guys who are maybe like transitioning from FF30X to OSM because you've had both experiences or guys starting out or guys who are in your stage and have a groove and are now starting to create like new futures and new grooves where you have a little bit of a gears turning. Any of that, I'd love to hear. And I think we've got the same phrase. Um, I'm a bit, I say this to my students all the time. Check your ego at the door. I might throw another adjective in there, but check your ego at the door. And But on the other side, I've been the youngest of six kids and I've always felt like I've been in touch with my I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I'm not afraid. This is one of the things, and my daughter Kinley has always told me this. If I make a mistake, I will own up to it. I will apologize. And that's checking your ego at the door. Don't be afraid to admit you're wrong, that you made a mistake, say you're sorry, and ask for help. You know what? You instantly got my respect when you do that. I truly believe if you can let your guard down, and you can man, I think it takes a bigger man to be able to do that than to just pretend that, oh yeah, whatever. So I think that's important. Another thing, this is another thing I like to tell my students, and I would tell newbies on the program, not that I'm, I've only got one year on the program, but here's another one of my favorite ones. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, okay? Because you're going to be overwhelmed at times, especially in the beginning. One bite at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. Use the brotherhood. Take it from me. I was ignorant. I didn't use the brotherhood right away. But I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys. I was, I'm kind of a type A and I'm self-reliant and I can take care of myself. I didn't, I'm, I'm probably different than most people when it comes to that. But 
I am now a big believer. I'm 100% behind the Fit Father Brotherhood, which I never thought I would be. But that that is that thing has changed my mind, and it will. It's going to help you in the long haul. And you don't have to just dip your toe in the water. You don't have to lay it all out there or whatever. But it, if anything, just sit back and read what everybody else is putting because it's it's motivational. It hits home because it's like you see other people's struggles, you see other people's successes. And I think one of my posts because. It was about the same time my knee was starting to give me some issues was as much as I was motivated and impressed and loved seeing uh, Shane Dixon and Jesse Lopez and Werner and, and so many other people post their success. You have to realize, and I'm guilty as charged, I did the same thing as many other people, but I threw it out there because I thought maybe some people needed to hear this, that it's great motivation, but don't try to be them. Be you. Be you. We all have our own pathways. All of us are different. All of us, our strengths are different. Our, um, I don't want to say advantages, are certain things that we're good at, certain yeah, things. We're, de- we're dealt a unique hand. Yes. Each of us. Yes. Yeah. A- absolutely. Just follow your own pathway. Use the Fit Father Brotherhood. Use the program that you created because it works. Follow it as close to as T as you possibly can, but don't try to copy somebody else. Be you. Yeah. Find yourself in it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, isn't that the hardest sustainability too? Yes. Right? It's like ultimately making the stuff your own. I think the program is like is training wheels and structure to get you to practice and to like, to experientially like integrate this stuff. But ultimately like my goal is like that this Fit Father program is Jim's program. It's Anthony's program. It's Jesse's program. And it becomes unique to you because that's the important part. So really glad you brought that up. Oh, absolutely. It It's, it is because all of a sudden you start getting caught up and, and I got to, I'm like, you know, the more I kind of get to know Chris Pleasance and read about him, him and I are very similar, probably. In I size. see similarities in you guys for sure. Yeah. In, in size and experiences that we're going through where um, I was probably a little bit heavier than him, but I'm a hard gainer too. I, I'm, I can exercise the crazy. I'm getting the strength. It's just, it doesn't come on as easy and much like him. We're not, I, I'm, I'm just going to throw myself under the bus. I'm not putting up these big big ass numbers that some of these guys are putting up and that's right here check the ego at the door and and that's a hard thing for guys to do and keep the testosterone and check and everything it's cool to see other guys putting up numbers like that but you gotta i gotta remember myself and i'm getting to this point now where you know what i'm actually starting to finally realize i don't care about the damn number anymore i i as long as i feel and i'm getting a good workout i'm happy who cares about the numbers? Yes, I want to see progress, but I can't focus and get enamored with the numbers. And that's definitely a young man's game, and maybe even it still follows us. I, I think it's just it's the American way, go big or go home type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's many yardsticks that you can use. And like weight is one of them in the strength game, but like find the meaningful metrics that are important to you and the subjective feeling of feeling good and healthy may be the most important one period. It's the one that sticks with you. It's the one that is relevant when you're 80 as well as when you're 50. So that's something to consider for sure. Powerful advice. Absolutely. No, that that's, I just feel that's more important. You know, we may get older, we may get have a few more creaks and aches and stuff like that, but we, hopefully the wisdom starts kicking in. My wisdom is starting to kick in. The, Jim, knock down the numbers. Let's just feel the burn. Let's feel the good, the good stretch and the good, the good exercise. So I've I've definitely gotten a lot better than that. And even a couple things, because there's some exercises, Doctor. I see. I wasn't big into. I never. I'm a typical guy too, or I don't have real big legs. And I, I didn't like squats and deadlifts because my it just hurt my lower back and probably because I wasn't doing it right. Since on this program, I am I'm really happy. I'm not putting up big numbers. I'm not even gonna tell you the numbers I'm putting up, but 
I'm now to using the barbell and I'm going to say Chris Pleasance again. He put up a video with that um, deadlift bar, like a trap bar. I bought one of them, and I just started using it. I finally graduated to that thing on this last nice. four weeks. I love that. because I was, How good is that? It's fantastic. I was teetering on, I didn't like deadlifts. I'm like, I don't like the way these feel. But buying, seeing he put that on her, and I'm sure there was other people that did, but I just remember Chris. That deadlift bar, I bought that, and I even actually private messaged him, and he helped me out with that. I've been using it. I like deadlifts now because it doesn't bother me. It's all about sometimes having the right the right tool for the right job type of thing, and it, that definitely makes sense. And I think you've even had videos on there about doing machines versus free weights. Everybody's different. Some people may may have to use stretchy bands or cables and, and that's that's perfectly all right that's what you got to understand it doesn't make you any less than a man any less productive if you're not throwing up the big the big weights on the barbells but i've graduated to that now which makes me personally happy so i was i was pretty happy with that and just doing some exercises that i've never done my life before so changing it up and and seeing the the growth in that and that's the cool thing about this OSM template, because I know that's been a big part of your last year is you, when you run OSM again next year, you know, whether it's phase three or even recycling back to phase one, phase two, you can pick new exercises yes. and it'll feel completely different. It is a template in a philosophy and approach, not a exactly how it is every time. And your body will respond differently as you pick new exercises. It can be a completely different training program. Absolutely. And that's something, again, I'm just going to keep picking on myself. I never did that before. Like I said, I, I was... I lifted weights all my life, never a rhyme or a reason. This changing up every four weeks. And I've really, at first I wasn't, I didn't think I'd do the deload, but the knee was my wake up call, my body saying, hey, hey, listen up here. And doing that deload week with the, the man flow yoga, I'm doing it again. I don't even care. This is, I got one more workout to go. I'm doing it again, even though I'm feeling pretty good. I think that just helps. And I actually want to do the yoga again, or I'm, Seeing all these people's posts, I want to do that damn Apex 10 because I want to see where I am at since the last time I did. It's been so long. That would be cool. I might yeah. throw one of them in on my deload week. And then because I liked how I didn't know if I was good. I didn't know where my knee was going to be at. And that knees over toes thing, that, that was another thing that popped up. Jesse Lopez, you had some comments, a couple other people on her. I started, I walk backwards now for five minutes every, or good. I try to do it every day. I'm not going to say I get it every day. That helped stretching. I wear that knee brace, whatever. So I think that's another reason why I want to do that D-low. I felt really refreshed and because I was worried I was going to lose progress. And I actually like, I made some really good gains on some of my exercises the last two weeks. And part of me is just like, here comes that old testosterone, the ego again. It's just like, mm, I don't want to lose the gains. You know what? Screw that. I don't care. Take the, take the deload week, refresh your body and start over. And it's going to be different exercises. And I love that. I mean, every four weeks you're, you're trying something different. And I've never experienced or done that, but it makes complete sense. And I think that's what also keeps me doing this workout because you don't get bored or sick of it because you change it up. Granted, at some point, you're going to have done just about every exercise, every routine, but you can tinker with that in, in the logistics with all that, that you can make it so it's not always the same one. Or maybe every 10 years, you might run into the same routine, but that's a long time. For sure. And, and even incorporating stuff like the Manful Yoga workouts into an OSM template, like powerful. And I definitely encourage you to do as much of that Manful Yoga stuff as possible for your knee. Because And this is kind of where I'll get a little philosophical. It's almost like the unique physical challenges and quote unquote limitations that we all uniquely have. You have a knee. I've had several knee surgeries from a skiing accident. Like these things 
can be our great teachers if we embrace them as a quote unquote, a positive instead of a negative. It's now steering you to this whole new world of, of more mobility and more strengthening. And instead of, you can see the trajectory of many guys could use a knee as an excuse about why they stop, but you, it could be as almost like a prompt to keep on exploring and to keep on improving in new and adaptive ways. So like, wow, is the, is the knee not a blessing? I mean, it can be if that's your perspective. And I think that's a cool way to think about things. No, you. I couldn't explain that. You you did a heck of a lot better job than me explaining that. That that was awesome. That that's perfect. That's exactly what it's done for me. It, at first, I was really discouraged because I thought I was going to lose so much progress. I didn't. I didn't. It actually helped my. I think it was my my entire body. Just it it talked to me through my knee. Was telling me, <laughs> hey, you could really use a refresh, a recharger. So, and I think. Um, I think Ben even told me that in an email. He says, hey, just so you know, he says, whenever I do this, I always take a deload week after every four. I'm like, hmm, if that's good for Ben Sterling, that's probably good for me too. So (laughs) I'll I'll put a stamp on that. If it's good (laughs) enough for Ben Sterling, it's good enough for me too. Well, Jim, this was a pleasure. Thanks for sharing all of that. And I think that the final wisdom is like, listen to your body. I think that was a resounding thing that came through this too. And um, I'm just... I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to have this conversation. I'm grateful for the fact that there's this internet thing and I created a program and you found it and you used it and it's impacting your life. I'm grateful thinking about your grandsons and what they're going to get to experience through the wisdom you've accrued in the physical training. Because obviously you're a coach and a trainer and a lover of sports. Man, those kids are going to be so ahead of the ball <laughs> when you're going to be able to teach them this stuff when they're like a couple years older and they're starting to move. Like, wow, the goodness that's coming in your life already and more to come. I'm just really excited for your future. You got me all fired up. I'm ready to jump off this couch and jump for joy because I'm ready to. I'm thinking of my grandsons and doing all that now, stuff. Patience is <laughs> patience might be your next lesson too. Is yes. like you know. A couple yes. more years, but yeah, they'll be waiting for you and I know you'll be ready too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like there's so much more I could talk to you about. I feel like I left so much off the table here. It's it's crazy, but uh, boy, that went fast. But um, I can't say thank you enough. The gratitude I have for for you, first and foremost, creating this program, the Fit Father Brotherhood. Hopefully, man, there, there's a couple people I've been talking to recently. Gosh, I'm sorry if I didn't throw their names out there, but I, I definitely had to give it to Shane Dixon. That that guy's incredible. He doesn't just post about himself, but he is so helpful. And he is Johnny on the spot. I tell you, if somebody asks a question, bang, he's got a document of yours or whatever. Here it is. This is what he said. It's just He blows me away. I think he's an incredible, incredible asset to the program. And then, I do too. Can I? I have a message I want to say to you. Please. Do I have a minute? Okay. Yeah, you do. I got to compose myself. So everything in life happens for a reason, right? I'm I'm a big believer in this. And sometimes it's sad and, and tragic, and you and I both know that. I think everybody, everybody in life will experience this to some point, but we have a common thing. Um, it doesn't always make sense. And we may, because we're both young Uh, When that happened to our fathers, you might even, it doesn't matter what age you are. It really doesn't. You might lose your faith, your belief a little bit, because you're like, why why did this happen? Why did you take this person from me? And sometimes you don't always realize it till, I'm talking years later, um, I've got so much better perspective now. And some people will just probably think I'm crazy, but you know, it shapes you for a reason. These things happen for a reason to mold you, hopefully good. You know, sometimes bad things happen, but Dr. A, I want you take a look around you. 
what you have done, what you have created, um, helped countless men and women uh, transform their lives. I truly believe that uh, we were meant to cross paths. Um, I think your dad, my dad, and God were up there one day, and they, these two guys, they got to they gotta cross paths <laughs> at some point. Something's got to give here. They, they need to. And I, I know you don't see him anymore, but your dad is very, very proud of you, Dr. A., he is, and what you have done and accomplished. If we were in person, I give you a great big bear hug right now from the whole from the whole brotherhood, just from us, a big collective bear hug for everything you have done and what you have meant. And I know you. It sounds like you struggled in the beginning when you were doing this. Gosh darn it! It, it was it was worth it. It it was extremely worth it. Um, what you've done for me, you've righted my ship and really have driven me and pushed me to a new level that I want to be the best damn dad for the rest of my life, best darn grandpa to my grandkids and my family for the rest of my life. But I got I got a message. I got to say this on behalf of your dad. Um, he would like to really give you a, a hug. He is beaming and glowing down from heaven right now as he looks at you and looks at us as we're talking about everything you have done and accomplished. He wants me to tell you something. He wants me to tell you he, he's so proud of you and he loves you and he wants you to know that. All right. And I, I, I am so honored and humbled that you chose me to be on this program. I'm still trying to figure out why, <laughs> but Thank you for this privilege to have this conversation. I wish it didn't have to end. I feel like I, I've known you for a long time. I feel like I talked to you all night. But I am truly honored and humbled to be on the Fit Father podcast, honored and humbled to be part of this brotherhood. And I hope I've helped people or touched somebody's lives or motivated or maybe gave them something to fall back on. So thank you so much for everything you've done. And amen, brother. Amen, brother. Thank you for that message. Truly. You bet. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.